0: Hi, it's really great to have you with us. I'm Rob Porter, my wife Heather, and I have the amazing privilege of being the senior pastors at Kingdom Culture Church in Burpengary, Queensland. We have an incredible preaching team, and I hope that this message will encourage and bless you as you listen. I just want to touch on a couple of things uh, this evening because something the Holy Spirit's just been talking to me about and, you know, I call this SP20 and that means Senior Pastor 20 Minutes um, and I will do my best to stick to my word. I mean, it might even be an SP18. I, I just have been feeling when I was away and just looking back, looking over from the west to the east and um, just feeling like sometimes... <clears throat> we we try and put things into a preach, but actually we just need to have a family chat. And um, and how can we do that? And you know, make it. So I want you to imagine you're all in my all in my living room. I've got a massive house, and we're just we we done. We're doing the Uber Eats, okay? So we're getting in. I don't where are we getting. We're getting from Basil and Vine We're getting their fabulous pizzas in every variety, really stringy cheese, and oh, and a uh, log fire. So we're just sitting around having a family chat. And, you know, at church, we we benefit from a reminder of who we are. We really do. What we believe. And why is that so important? Is because what we believe in our culture is really what binds the bricks together. We're lively stones, the Bible says. And it's what binds us together. Um, and so... I want tonight to be practical and informative. I want to get off as quickly as possible because I actually just want to go back into what it, is worthy of it all and, and live there forever, amen? Life's so uncomplicated when you're singing songs like that. It's just, I can do anything. <laughs> um, I just wanted a little bit, talk about a few things in our world from a biblical and a church culture perspective. I, I think it's really important to understand that culture is something we choose and we create because... We, we, ha- we had a year where we were talking about culture creators but really we, we, can, we can be those that are influenced by culture or we can create Jesus said be culture creators I believe he didn't use those terms or those words that word, but what he was saying is you go out and you influence the world that you live in and you change that culture so we need to be aware of that and I want to just start um, and I called this one let's start at the very beginning and Fred is so tempted to do Julie Andrews thank you very beautiful um or um i'm going to call this this at the very beginning uh, or why i think getting to church with 10 minutes to spare really does matter so so my question this evening is (coughs) is our purpose to build community and live outside and beyond my small life i'll ask myself this question and influence others with the good news of the gospel or do i just want to do a service tick it off my list and go yeah I did i benefit from that but actually just rocking up and leaving Um, I guarantee well this morning I guaranteed that I would get texts from families going sorry Pastor Rob we'll do do better and that's not actually the um, people that I'm talking to in many ways because they're already doing life life tough and making it happen but I want to talk to us around this whole thing of um, yeah getting to church on time now that could be like I understand that some go, this is too rigid. But I'm not talking about rigidity. I'm actually talking about flipping it on its head and going, I want to be in the house of God. I do have, I've lived 48 years of my life in love with the house of God. There have been times I have not enjoyed the house of God. But for a couple of years there once. Um, but now I love to be here. I love to be with you guys. I love to be where the actions at. It's to talk about stand at the spout where the glory comes out. You know, we want to we be where the glory is. And I kind of think we slip into a few bad habits. Generally, most people hate running late. I think it's true. If you're like me, I hate running late. That's initially. Then it becomes a habit which we blame on the traffic, busyness, circumstances, distance from church. The weird thing is you've always lived that distance from church. It didn't stretch out any further. It's always, the traffic is always the same on a Sunday morning, basically. Um, but then what we do is we stop making excuses and we just rock up late because it's easier to lean into that than set ourselves up with a church with church as the focal point. Yeah. And why is it important? I actually start to focus on Sunday on a Saturday. I set myself up well, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I'm just giving you some advice. You can actually really set yourself up well and go, oh, it's church tomorrow, it's Sunday. That's right, I forgot about that. But what we need to do, um, why is it a focal point though of our week? I, I just would love to see, and I believe the Holy, wants to, Holy Spirit wants to bring an emphasis, let it become a focal point of our, our week again. Excitement at going to church joy at going to church yeah. what might happen when we come to church will the Holy Spirit just break out of course he will yeah. you know but present ourselves make ourselves ready to be there rather than oh I've got to get this done because otherwise I might not get my salvation reward points on my eternity card if I don't rock up to church also it's so important because you always all of us want to strengthen our family units our yeah. our marriages our relationships. And if you're single, your work situations, your friendships. And really, that, that place is in church. Punctuality is not a fruit of the Spirit. You're not going to find it there, so you won't trip me up by that one. But Jesus did say, let ye yes be yes and your ye no be no. Matthew 5.33 says, and don't say anything you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep in our traditions. This is Jesus speaking. You only make things worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk saying, I'll pray for you. Facebook. I am really under the weather. I'll pray for you. Click. Flick it off. Don't do anything about it. God, huh? God be with you and not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When, we decide, when I said yes on August the 19th, 1974, I said yes to everything that the kingdom entailed, everything that he had to me. And actually, I did get an, a... a a download of loving what God was doing in the, in the house. I couldn't wait to be there. Um, and and, there is, and I've, I've maintained that excitement, not, well, the Holy Spirit has maintained that excitement in me, but it's because I've lent into it. Because I've gone, that's where, really where I want to be. My week can be messy. Uh, stuff can throw me off. But, you know, I want to be in the house. God. I want to be a worshipper at the front. I want to encourage us. Didn't do this this morning. But I want to encourage us. COVID's over. We used to pack here and worship. There's nothing less spiritual about the back, but there is something amazing about the front. And you're stepping forward and going, you know what, I'm going to be a worshipper. I want dads, be a worshipper at the front. Dads, set your families up well. Be a worshipper. Mums, do the same. I, I get, you know, we've all got things that we need to attend, but hey, let kids, set your parents up well. Set your grandparents up. Get up the front. Get up and worship Him with all your might, with all your heart, with all your spirit, with all the joy, with everything within you. We don't fit church into our Sunday schedule. It needs to be a highlight, not a fitting in, a shoehorn around everything else that we're doing. I think when we put a focus on it, the rest of Sunday actually flows really well and becomes a pretty amazing... Traditions are really important. I think the tradition of, it said that Jesus had a tradition of going to the house of God, the synagogue, it says. Our traditions, like we've got, in our family, we have pie, peas and mash as a tradition. We have watching the Marvel series on TV. We sit around, that's one of our traditions or whatever they think. We always kiss each other goodnight before we go to bed. And if Gabby doesn't, I go, oi, put one on there. Even if we're grumpy, we're still make that a thing we always give thanks for our food because there's thousands millions of people who don't have food we thank God for his provision even if it's a marvel tv series we might go hello Jesus thank you very much for this food amen as Sundays for the last for me 48 years have been spent serving God at his place in his home in his house deciding your yes start as you mean to go on why is this really important because we need to turn up fresh for the service not not a worn out and, and of course we have rough weeks I have rough weeks but we we want to turn up fresh for the house of God that's that's been the best it. however the next best thing beyond that is being stirred up being stirred up where we turn up maybe 10 minutes before to make a difference. Because I want to pray with Joe Bloggs who's sitting in the front having a rough morning so that actually he gets really turned on by the Holy Spirit, stirred up in the Holy Ghost, gets set free and his world is changed. Who knows what we can do when we set our mind to it and we get stirred up in the Holy Ghost. This is something that happened in Acts. We're going back to the book of Acts soon in a few weeks time. And it talks about Paul was stirred up in his spirit. He was stirred up to preach the gospel. He, was stir- he stirred up trouble but he got himself stirred up and everywhere he went he began to see people set free he saw prisoners set free he saw lives turned around and so we want to be those that are turned on to the Holy Ghost activity Psalm 122 says I was glad when they said to me let us go into the house of the Lord that word glad means to be excited it means to have a cheerful happy joyful face you know no more miserable faces no we're not going to legislate we, check your face at the door. No, come come on in, bring, bring all your stuff, but maybe someone will speak to you because they're getting here 10 minutes early and they're gonna set you on fire with the Holy Spirit. You know, we often, most services, we start off with about 90 people when the timer goes off. 20 minutes in, we have 140 or 150. That's about 40, 50, 60, if my mouth is right. People that just are turning up a little bit tardy. Now, again, life happens. We have fights in the car park on the way here. I've never done that myself, but I've heard about it. And, you know, the kids do this and that happens and we have a puncture and a breakdown, all that stuff. Traffic does happen, of course. But it's it's not about being laid is actually about the posture of the heart which is I want to be with this people I cannot wait to be there I want to bless somebody I want to bring my worship and add it to their worship because what we are doing is we have a whole team of people but they're like the court the court of the king and we've, we've made ready and the king is here I want to tell you, if you were invited to Buckingham Palace to one of the Queen's tea parties, you actually wouldn't rock up late. You'd be one of the first there because you'd be wearing your nice stuff and you go, ha, hey, ha, hey, hey. and, and then you'd want the first prawn and mayonnaise sandwich. That'd be me. I would fight you for it. But when the Queen is coming in, you don't want to be late for that. You don't want to be late for that. I believe God wants to put a fresh reverence for the house of God in our hearts. I do, I do. I I really, really, really believe from the bottom of my heart. Something needs to change. It's not like, oh, condemnation, guilt, guilt, shame, shame. Not at all. Just a a little shift, a little moving of the rudder that says, hey, we're going a little bit off there. Let's just bring it back. Let's get some reverence back here. I'm going to rock up for church on time because I want to be right there where the Holy Spirit is moving and pouring out. Your commitment to the King is so important. And... I just would love to pray for Marco. So if Marco would like to come up, that would be amazing. Um, Just come up here and we'll get uh, Heather and Fred and Anna. Come up and pray. And And I, I just was really feeling... Uh, today, Marco, when we were worshipping, I just felt like the Lord speaking, a faithful servant, a faithful servant who's on target. And there, there have been times over the, the last few years where you felt knocked off target, but you've got up. You, you, are, a, you are a person that gets up and goes. You're a person, that, you know, um, I think it's, can't remember which prophet. It's a minor prophet, but it says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. Uh, when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light to me. Every time God's got you up on your feet again. And I believe you're in a fresh new season. And I saw, um, I don't have a great um, elucidation on what I'm saying here, but I saw you're like a car that's, you're a convertible. You're a person you drive with the top down and you love the wind of the Holy Spirit in your hair and you love that feeling of freedom. And the Lord is saying, you're not moving into a time of restriction. You're moving into a new and greater freedom in God. That actually your business Um, acumen and all those things that you have God is blowing and breathing upon it and he's actually filling it he's filling it afresh and filling it anew and in your private life and in your family life God is saying I'm going to come and breathe afresh I'm going to breathe anew I'm going to take you to places the places that I've spoke to about 30 40 years ago the place I spoke to 10 years ago those things that are not yet fulfilled there is coming a moment of fulfillment And He's saying, hey, keep driving with the top down. Don't let anyone put you up. You sing at the top of your lungs. You worship at the top of your lungs. You give your your God the glory and He's going to come for you. And I just see like the open road is opening up for you. And and there's just amazing scenery and amazing places that God wants to take you. But most of all, He's saying you're a faithful, faithful servant. And there's a smile on His face and He wants to encourage you tonight. Not to be knocked off target, but to be on target. Take your family with you and go where God wants you to go thank you, Holy Spirit. We just release that word over our, our brother Marco. We thank you for him, Lord. His love for you. Let it increase and grow, Lord, beyond what he ever thought. Let his worship increase and grow. His heart for you increase, for so he almost bursts, Lord, with excitement and joy. We thank you for the joyful spirit he is, Lord, and the joy that he brings to so many people. Lord, let it be released further and further and further in this new day, a new thrust, Lord, a new trajectory in his life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I wonder if we could um, just pray for Gary and Debbie because um, they're heading back overseas. And would you like to come forward? We'd love to pray with you before you head off. Um, and that's our privilege, there, dear dear friends of the house. And um, we have history together. And God's doing a wonderful thing uh, where they are. I'm not sure whether we're allowed to say where you're going. I don't know. It's a secret. Keep it a secret. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere over there they're going. Um, but what I saw for you guys was a picture of um, an artichoke. Um, now the artichoke is like the um, the there's, the meat is in the tip of the the artichoke that joins the stem, and the the rest is kind of leaf that you just take a bite out of and then you throw it away. And but what I believe God is saying is that this has been your ministry is that. Um, you've sometimes felt like oh there's only such a small thing that's happening not so much in numbers but in in equality and and so on but the Lord is saying that um, you two um, the best way to eat artichoke is to eat it with butter sauce now who doesn't love butter sauce and I believe that you guys are the butter sauce to where you're going you are what brings out the flavour in people the goodness in people, You bring out the, the best parts of their lives and you actually help them to throw away what's, what needs to be discarded. And the Lord is saying that this is a fresh new season for you and you know that and where you're going. Uh, you're, you're, you're fam- it's familiar territory, but God is saying, hey, it, it might be familiar, but actually it's, it's a whole new ballgame. It's a whole new day. It's a new start. It's a fresh awakening. He's gonna add people to you that you, that you couldn't, didn't think was possible. He's gonna raise up those that you never thought would. I see people around you that you thought for years, oh, I don't know whether they're ever gonna rise up. And they're gonna rise up in this new season. They're gonna be right hand men and women. There's gonna be armor bearers for you. You're not going into decline. You're going into a new trajectory in God. He's saying, hey, look! look to the stars. That that's where your future is. It's it's not earthbound. It's heavenbound. and be, just be that amazing butter sauce. Continue to be the richness that enhances other people. Continue to be the richness of God. And Father, we thank you for Gary and Debbie. We thank you for their love for you. Their faithful, faithful servants, Lord. They love you with all their heart. They've given themselves, Lord. Uh, without uh, any restraint and we as a family let's just reach out your hand to them we thank you Holy Spirit you come and do what only you can do enable them enable and equip them Lord let them be the richer and the better Lord as they move forward Lord raise them up as we, as we as you spoke Lord raise up new men and women around them Lord that will strengthen their hand for the next 10, 20, 30 years of their ministry in Jesus mighty name Amen Amen hey, I'm going to do Minutes and I'm gonna shut up. Fed you, you go you had your two minutes and then okay. Next point I just wanna another thing is want to talk about is why the Bible app is not your new best friend. So new tech isn't always better. It might seem it, but let me tell you, the Bible app replaced the physical Bible, and I'm just gonna make a simple appeal that we go back to a technology that's not the Bible out, which is a physical Bible thank you very much Heather my beautiful assistant yes we got one here this is a Bible look at that Whoa. I did buy a new one for this new season I've been given a lot of thought prayer to this I do believe and I speak it prophetically over this church the Lord wants to restore and bring a fresh new love of the word of God and I really do not just not pro, not podcasts not your favourite whatever but actually reading of the Word of God, so that when you read it, things leap off the page to us. I do believe and i do believe there is a connection with a physical bible with this i do i do because we are a, we are a, an instant generation we want everything instant so we slap it on the card nothing wrong with that hearing the continuation of the word not at all but owning a physical bible is 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 huge now um, when i was in the ukraine i met a guy called ivan uh, he his all his family were killed he moved across to the ukrad baptist church and he became a believer at 85 wow and He was constantly, when I was talking, he grabbed my hand, spoke to me for five minutes in Ukrainian, and I pretended to understand because I had the gift of word of knowledge and all that sort of stuff. But he was patting his Bible, and the pastor said, He's saying this is his new friend. When I became a believer, it was my new friend. I don't know, I'm not in love with the app that way. They are useful, they're really good, but they're not incredible. People died for the printed word. They died for the printed word. and believers in countries like China and you hear these stories where they, they pass around pages of the Bible because it's such a rare commodity and then they swap them out. They love their Bible. They love this word. Honestly, tonight as we go back into worship, I would love for us just to take a moment and go, God, open up your word to me afresh. Lord, I'm a bit tired. I'm a bit jaded. I know how these things go, but I want a fresh love of your word. I need a fresh, his word is incredible. This Bible is your best friend. Yeah. You know, it's stuck by me through thick and thin. And I want to talk of just very, very, very quickly. I'm going to pick these out. So I'm going to create havoc on the desk. But a physical book becomes familiar and is like an old friend. I have Bibles from when I became a Christian 48 years ago that are highlighted, underlined and annotated everywhere. They tell of my story with God. You need a Bible like that. Um, Phones and devices and services can be distracting to the user and those around you. We all know we go to look up a text, text of the Bible and then we send a message to our friend and go oh it doesn't Pastor Rob look amazing this morning or why is he wearing that with that <laughs> or I don't know what you do but we get distracted easy or you do a fo- Facebook print or a, a post or whatever but I believe we've ratified this as normal culture whereas honour and respect for the word needs to be something that's true to us we need to revere the house of God we need to revere these things not because the person who but we need to honour the moment Bill Johnson talks, up. thank you, Fred. One more minute to go. We, we, we honour the moment, which is the point, which is if what's happening here is so important. So let's not get distracted. It takes 23 minutes to get back your focus. And it might only be 15 in the one you read about, but that's 15 minutes too long. We need to be a focused people. This one I love. Letting your children see that you spend time reading God's Word is an absolute must. Honestly, it's the truth. Just as you should let your so- children see you enjoying each other's company. You know, if they only ever see you just doing life, but actually they need to see you on a couch enjoying each other's company, laughing. But they also need to see you with a physical copy of the Bible. Because if you're just reading it off an app, they don't know what you're doing. You could be doing anything. But a physical Bible says, you know what? My parents, they're living life. They are doing this. And, and it's so good for them to be able to see that. Um, the, the app doesn't give a full picture of the Bible and where the books are. Um, and that's re- I do believe that's important because there's a flow to the Bible. Um, memorization. And recall of text is easier if you use a physical Bible. The truth is, I know in my Bibles over the years where I might not remember it, it's Psalm 47, verse 4, but I flick through and I go, oh, there it is. That's that word God gave me. I know it. It is like a diary, it is like a reminder. A physical Bible leaves a legacy. This is one I love again. My mum left me her Bible. Heather's mum left her her Bible. And it tells the story of their ups and downs in life, but God was faithful. He brought them through it's just an amazing I want to pass that on to my kids and to my grandkids and honestly choosing a medium for our Bible is not about us it's actually about setting example to new believers to students actually a love for the word of God let's stand to our feet please we're going to go back into worship and just I want us to hang out with the Holy Spirit a bit more um yeah, I would say, you know what? Just say, Holy Spirit, I'd love to be, I need a fresh love of Your Word. And if that's you, I, I wouldn't even be afraid to come forward. We, if, we'll know if you're coming forward for that, we'll pray for you. You might've got a bit tired of it, but I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit wants to do something amazing. I want to be in love with the Word until I'm taken up the glory. I really do. And then know Him who is the Word. So let's go back into worship. Enjoy this time as we uh, end up. But we're going to have an incredible time. You come, you step across the line, you say, Holy Spirit, come and do something amazing in my life. Amen. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's message. Our hope is that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If not, we'd like to invite you to begin your journey with him today. When we read scripture, we see that sin separates us from God, but that our relationship with God is restored by salvation through Jesus Christ. This happens because God gave Jesus his son to die in our place, to deal with the sin problem, and he rose again so that we can have eternal life with him. If we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, we can know salvation today. If you're ready to do that, and turn from a life of sin, then pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Saviour. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time today, we would love to know and reach out to you and support you. So please contact us at hello at Kingdom Culture Church.com.au.